And you're also not paying for impressions. You know, that's not a cost either. So your information can be out there and lots and lots and lots of people can see it basically for free for you, you know, when you're working with, with affiliates. So Hey everybody, it's Norm Ferrar, AKA the beard guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about something different, something that we don't usually talk about, but you're missing out on if you're not taking advantage of this, and that's affiliate programs. Today, five things to consider before starting an affiliate program. What's the size of the opportunity? Is it just pennies, dollars? What are we going to talk about here? What are the benefits? And also the time demands. What do you need to put aside to get a proper affiliate program working for your account or for your brand or for uh, if you want to get into it and start doing some affiliate marketing? Anyways, welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. We have got an awesome guest today. I had a privilege of talking to her uh, just about a month ago and uh, just through a network through one of, actually, uh, Clement Juan, who was on here just a little while ago, made the introduction, and that's why I love networking so much. Today, we're going to be talking about five things to consider before starting an affiliate program. And just a little bit about uh, our guest today. Uh, as a partner acquisition development manager with AWIN US, our guest is closely, uh, it works closely with the advertiser programs such as HP, Lululemon, uh, Bloomsy Box, and Value Pet Supplies. She's a frequent speaker at a variety, and this I heard about her, at a variety of conferences, including Affiliate Summit, FinCon, and MailCon. She works with all types of publishers, especially bloggers, helping them to maximize their affiliate earnings. And with 20 years experience in affiliate marketing, she's always happy to share her knowledge to help others succeed in the industry she loves. And today, first time guest, and we're talking about Janine Crooks, and she's going to be coming on in a second. But first, a word from our sponsor. I want to thank Jeff Schick Legal for sponsoring this episode of Lunch with Norm. You've probably heard on the podcast about Amazon suspensions. They're very real. It can happen at any time. And when it does happen, how do you get out of it? How does the little guy like you and me get out of these suspensions without paying an arm and a leg in legal fees? This is where Jeff Schick Legal is here to help. For a very low monthly retainer, for only $89, get access to Amazon attorney Jeff Schick. That's right. You can sit back, relax, enjoy that cup of coffee while listening to the Lunch with Norm podcast, knowing that you have an advocate and a partner in your business success. But wait, just mention Lunch with Norm and receive 50% off the first two months. Get the protection you need and visit jeffschick.com today. That's J-E-F-F-S-C-H-I-C-K.com. Now let's get back to the show. And welcome, Janine, to the uh, podcast. And of course, have a cup of coffee. <laughs> Hi, Norm. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Oh, it's great. I'm having a good time. You know, well, that, that's good. If you're already having a good time, then, that, then that's awesome. <laughs> 
Absolutely. So I, I talk a lot about um, going out, meeting people, networking, and going to events. And that's one of the things that I really like doing the most. Um, like I, I like being a seller. I like the businesses that I'm involved with. But none of those things could be possible without going to events and meeting people. And although I talk to Clement quite a bit, or not quite a bit, but I've talked to him on occasion, when we went to the uh, F1 event and he mentioned about you and it was like, oh my gosh, I've got a talk to her, made the introduction. This wouldn't have been possible really without him being the liaison. And that's what I love about it. And Clement, if you're listening, thank you so much for the introduction. But then we hopped on a line and the call went on forever. Like it, we just hit it off and we started talking about all sorts of things. Um, and it, it wasn't even about at that time coming onto the podcast. It was kind of understanding what each other did and really how to help each other. And mm -hmm. what, again, what you like in the introduction, it's about you sharing as well. And that's what I love so much about when I was talking to you, you weren't hiding anything. It was, this is how you do it. This is what you need to do. And you were just straight out. So this is actually where we're going to start today. And okay. I've already made the introduction, but let's just go, like, let's just dive into it and, and talk about the opportunity. And when we're talking about it today, let's think about it as the brand trying to set up the affiliate network and trying to become more of the affiliate marketer uh, doing this as another revenue stream. So two sides. Okay. That sounds well, good. Yeah. Let's talk about the opportunity. Okay. Is there an opportunity? There's a little bit of an opportunity. I think most people don't realize just how big affiliate marketing is. It's actually a $17 billion industry. Wow. So yeah. You know, and one of the things that I think that's important for those folks that, you know, have their own business and are trying to sell whatever their respective products are, usually it brings in about 15 to 18 percent in incremental revenue growth. So it's not like you're cannibalizing one stream, you know, to move it over to affiliate marketing. This is incremental. And I think that's the most important part about it, um, because that's what you want to do. That's what we all want to do is grow our businesses. You know, but but the other thing that I really like about it is that it's a pay for performance model. So you're really only paying if the affiliate has gotten the consumer to do what you wanted them to do. So, you know, in most cases, that's to purchase something, but sometimes it's to fill out a lead form. Sometimes it's to join an email list. So you've got all of those different options, you know, that are in there. But the bottom line is there are so many people that are involved in affiliate marketing from an affiliate standpoint, who you can kind of leverage to help be kind of part of your marketing team, really, if you think about it, um, to do that. you know, So it, it pays for sale, but it can do a lot of other things. The other thing that's really good about it is it's a very data light solution. So you know, you're not going to be running into like this tremendous amount of technology that you've got to work with. Basically, what uh, happens with affiliate marketing is that an affiliate sends someone from their site to your site. And there's a little bit of tracking that goes on from either your affiliate network or your in-house solution that you're using. But, you know, it's just that. Now, and the other good part about this that I think is important for a lot of sales folks is that you can also track some other metrics 
often by using your affiliate program, even though it is data light. So you can check things like leads. You can check the clicks that you're getting. You can see which kind of banners are doing well for you. So it's, you know, it's, it's simple. It's transparent. It's reliable. It's like expanding your marketing team on a performance basis. So you know, I think that those are good things. <laughs> it's all good things. One of the, as I sat back and, you know, was listening to what you were saying, you know, this reminds me of is influencer marketing. Everybody is talking about influencer marketing mm -hmm. for their brand. Nobody is talking about affiliate marketing for their brand. Well, it, the nice part is they work perfectly together. We actually work with several influencer networks. Um, and when I say we, I'm talking about AWIN and ShareASale. Those are the two platforms that I am with. I'm with AWIN US, who owns both the AWIN affiliate platform and the ShareASale platform. And so we work with, oh gosh, probably easily 100,000 different influencers that are out there. And we can help respective merchants find exactly the right influencers to promote their program. That's part of what we do because there's a ton of influencers out there let's just say some are better at achieving results than others. That, that's a politically correct way to say it, right? Yeah, <laughs> perfectly PC. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but influencers are very, very powerful. Uh, you know, I was taking a look at some numbers of, you know, kind of who was generating sales since we just finished Black Friday and everything like that, you know, and while, yeah, the coupon sites did really well, influencers did very well too. You know, we, we kind of include those in our category that we call content. And so that's the bloggers, that's the social media folks, that's the YouTubers, the Instagrammers. You know, we, we basically work with folks that are any on any kind of social media. And, um, you know, they, they definitely had an effect on the sales in a very positive way. So, yep, tied in with influencer marketing. Because, you know, and here's one thing that I'm going to tell people when they're trying to work with influencers it doesn't have to be about the person with big numbers. Honestly, I would rather have somebody who's got 5,000 followers who do everything that that person tells them to do than somebody with 100,000 followers that are kind of like, yeah, you know, oh, maybe they said something, maybe they didn't, you know, and they swipe, what is it, left or right? I don't know. I've been married for 40 years, so I don't know which way you swipe to get to the next opportunity. <laughs> You know, but but I've seen influencers just really, you know, and bloggers make such a difference with yeah. um, with, you know, with their audience, they, their audience knows them and trusts them. And so if they tell their audience, this is a great product and I really like it. Those people go right out and buy it because that person who they trust said so. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. so so that's. It's so important. And I've just seen so many people try and chase numbers with influencers. They have 2.3 million followers. Yeah. Who don't pay attention to them? I mean, they read the stuff, maybe it's gossip or whatever, but they don't necessarily go and buy something. So it's not always about the numbers. It's about the quality. Yeah. It's about the engagement. Just I, I, I remember uh, one of our, um, our podcast friends, uh, Paul Barron, he was doing something with a YouTuber and a big audience. Uh, and what ended up happening, and I hope I get the story right, Paul, but you you paid a big buck to this influencer to do this YouTube thing, and your product was there for about a second, second and a half, and then it was gone, and they pronounced the name wrong. So, oh, and know, I bet going, they didn't even put a link in the description either, did they? 
probably not. I don't know about that, but he was very disappointed with, with this yeah. person. And he wasn't even allowed to do anything with the video. So nothing. So it was in the agreement that he couldn't do that. So, And that's very important, by the way, is when you are working with influencers. And I don't know about on the affiliate side, but get it in writing what you can do, what you have the rights to do. Mm -hmm. Do you own the copyright or do you not own the copyright? Will it be transferred over to you? These are all things that are very important, which another rabbit hole. What about in affiliate marketing? Do you have to do that as well? Usually, yeah. I mean, it's really, it's always a good idea to make sure that you know exactly what it is that you're going to get from the influencer. Outline exactly what each item is that they're going to provide to you as the merchant for the money that you're paying them. You know, I mean, they should be able to do that. And, you know, I mean, that's kind of, I'm going to guess that he had somebody, I think you said, with a really big audience. Yes. Those are the people who are all about exposure, you know, not necessarily engagement, not necessarily about sales. And so I think that that's why it's important to kind of work with some of the small to mid-sized guys instead, because then you really can outline exactly what you're going to get from them, what your mentions are going to be, how long you're going to be on camera, for example, if it's YouTube, you know, or how many posts you're going to get on Instagram and how are they going to boost them? Um, you know, all of those kinds of things are, are definitely important factors that you can itemize. And I think that that's one of the benefits of working with someone like an affiliate network who is in turn helping you work with an influencer network. We already know that list of things by publisher type that are going to be important to you, that are going to give you the value that you deserve for the money that you're spending. So, you know, it's kind of like talking to an expert who already knows, because otherwise, if you don't know, everything sounds great especially right. when they're trying to sell you on paying them a lot of money, you know, for, for including you, you know, for giving you a moment of their time. And literally that sounds like that's all he got was a moment. Yeah. You know, that's it. And, and we can make sure that they know how to pronounce your name. That, <laughs> so. That's good too. That's always, that's, you know, one thing that kind of counts. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> just kind of. <laughs> now the, the other thing I'm thinking about is we've got a, a lot of people here that uh, are on Amazon selling mm -hmm. products physical mm -hmm. products and on uh, e-commerce, uh, sorry, on Shopify or Walmart. But does it work for brands? Like, does it work for somebody selling a coffee mug or shampoo or whatever it is? A lot of the time, I, I always thought it was more for digital products. No, no, no. We actually sell way more in physical goods. Way, way, way more. There's a couple of networks that focus on digital products, yeah. you know, um, and, and they do their job well. But, you know, we work with clients like Etsy and Lululemon and HP. Those are not digital products. <laughs> you know, Those are the things that are wrapped under the Christmas tree right now. And so, you know, it's it's there's a lot more in physical products, actually. And it was kind of amazing. If you want, I've actually got some uh, some statistics here from Black Friday. And these were not physical products. These were actual or were not digital products. They were physical products. For seven days in a row, we tracked over $100 million in sales. On Black Friday, we were tracking 26 sales a second. Wow. That were averaging over $3,000. So it was just bang, 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 bang. Stuff was being sold by our affiliates. Um, and they're, one of the things that I think is interesting for folks that are wondering whether or not an affiliate program is a good idea, for us on AWIN and ShareASale, 
we had over 1,400 new advertisers that sold this year for the first time on Black Friday. So they had just launched their affiliate programs, you know, sometime during 2022. And then, you know, we're able to enjoy the benefits of having done that. And those are primarily physical products. You know, yes, we do have some app install programs that are with us. We do have some, you know, lead generation programs where somebody is filling out their information. We do have some digital downloads. <coughs> Excuse me. But primarily it was physical products and they were popular. You know, it's it's it's, it's very successful in affiliate marketing. I would say that if you're selling a mug, I have a couple of different mugs. You're going to be more successful with that. Shampoos, healthcare products, such as you were mentioning, do very, very well. You know, we've got everything on uh, all different types of affiliate programs on there. One of my favorites on ShareASale was literally these little tiny caps that you could put on cut fruit. They had an affiliate program. <laughs> you know, they look like little shower caps, but it was, you know, meant so that your fruit wouldn't dry out if you only ate half an orange at a time. Okay. <laughs> you know, so there's all sorts of things with affiliate programs that can do well. That's really great. And you mentioned Itzy. And I want to just bring up uh, a person that I know, uh, Joe Martin. I don't know if you know Joe. Uh, he's been on the podcast. And the reason I, I'm going to mention this is working with influencers. Mm -hmm. Joe only worked with influencers. That's his only type of marketing that he did. Mm -hmm. He... Um, and he got right up the line. Like he worked with high quality. You, I don't know if you know BoxyCharm. I've heard of it. I'm not yeah, familiar Itzy with it. bought it. And okay. this is after oh, yes. a few years of him working with A-lister. Now this is A-lister. So um, it's, it's not the small nano and micro influencers. But right. he went, he had a budget too um, that he could go and find these influencers. But they liked it because the perceived value of the product was really high. Mm -hmm. And in a very short period of time, years, uh, he sold his company to Etsy for $500 million. That would work for me. I, you know, okay. I, 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 I would do that. I could make 500 yeah. million last. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, anyways, uh, 499 million, not so much. But uh, 500. And I'm bringing this out because it's that that combination that we're, we've got to have a different mindset mm -hmm. and it's or a shift from influencer and that's perfectly fine, but you can get so much more results by doing an affiliate program. And I've only started to really get into this and Kelsey and I looking and, and understanding it a bit more, really the revenue that you can get from it because you've got a massive army out there that, or the right army to go and uh, push your product. Uh, yes. It's it's like a, a series of brand ambassadors without having to pay upfront costs. It's absolutely true. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, yeah, there's some that are going to ask for it because they're, you know, the really big guys, but there's yeah. a lot of other folks that are out there that just want to tell other people about your product, you know? Um, so, you know, those are a lot of the content type publishers, you know, there's mass media, sites that are performing in there as well. You know, and that's that's really cool. I mean, it's, you know, Business Insider and Forbes and HGTV and stuff like that all have are all affiliates. So you can reach out and work with them. Now some of the really bigger guys, yeah, they're going to ask for an upfront fee. But some of the smaller ones don't at all. And they just want to know that it's a really good quality product and they're happy to tell their readers about it. 
you know, so you've got that as, as possibilities. You know, there's, there's content sites, there's loyalty sites, there's coupon sites, there's email site, you know, email marketers. So, you know, you really can work with all these people on a pay for performance basis when you have an affiliate program. Um, and a lot of them are going to look for you to have an affiliate program because what they're going to look for is, is tracking. They're going to want to make sure that you can track whatever sales come back to them, you know, so that they can earn their commission for having, you know, sold whatever it was that they just sold. And that can also help you as the advertiser when you want to go work with an influencer. Instead of saying, you know, here's all these thousands of dollars to work with me, you can say, here's this couple hundred dollars, plus you'll get a commission on everything that you sell. So then both sides have a little bit of skin in the game, you know, so I think that that's, it, to me, it's one of the benefits of affiliate marketing is that it's, it is performance based. And, you know, so you can you can sell just about anything using it and you can work with all different types of affiliates because not everybody reads blogs. I right. don't spend a whole lot of time on Pinterest, a little bit, a little bit on Instagram, but I know people who absolutely live there. You know, I'm going to look more, you know, I'm going to do some other kinds of things uh, to try and decide what product I want to buy. You know, and then maybe I'm going to go see if I can find a good deal on it someplace, you know, on a coupon site. And we've got technology to make sure that it's not all only coupon sites, you know, taking um, commissions away from content publishers. That's something that we've got that's unique to us. And so, you know, it doesn't. I guess the important thing to say, too, is if you do decide to work with coupon sites, it doesn't all have to be about discounts. You know, you can do something. Maybe you've already got something where you're offering a uh, 5% off your first purchase if you sign up for our email list. Mm -hmm. That can be up there as a coupon. And that's something you've already built into your business model as an acceptable cost. You know, um, one of my favorite things is now available in blue. <laughs> you know, you can announce when you've got new product lines or a new offering, maybe, you know, a new fragrance or something like that. You know, because businesses are constantly coming up with some new product. That's something that you can put on there as an offer as well. So it doesn't always have to be a, a cost or a big cost if you're going to be doing something um, on a coupon site. Oh, one of the other ones that's my favorite too is, you know, free shipping with an X amount of purchase. Most companies offer that anyway, just highlight it as an offer. So there's a lot of different things that you can do to get onto coupon sites and, um, and also, I mean, influencers, too, they're going to look for those kinds of deals to make sure that you've got something that you can offer to their audience. Same as I know, Norm, you like to offer to your audience something <laughs> special of extra value. So, you know, it's, it's kind of fun to um, to be able to do all those different things, you know, and work with all those different types of affiliates. You know, there's a lot of folks that, for example, like to work with loyalty programs, yes. which are things like like um, like Rakuten, you know, where you can get cash back for your purchase. So they're only getting back, you know, a few cents, but it adds up, especially at Christmas time, you know, in the holiday season, it can add up for them. So people have their favorite ways of shopping and you can, through affiliate marketing, show up in all those different ways. So I'm going to uh, take a break for a second. Uh, I want to ask the listeners and I see Marsha's in here and I'm, I'm kind of curious if uh, I, Marsha is an incredible entrepreneur. We have a lot of really great entrepreneurs but she was uh, the inventor of sidewalk chalk. And she also had the license for uh, Power Rangers. And she's also got some incredible products right now. But Marsha, have you used affiliate marketing to, uh, to help promote your product? And to all the listeners, have you used 
or have you thought about affiliate marketing as another marketing uh, strategy? Like to hear your comments in here. And now um, we do have a giveaway today. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we we are going to be, I'll tell you how to enter first. So we do have some new people on right now. So hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, and you'll get a second entry. And what this is, is every podcast, we give away something to our listeners. And today, we've got two things. So why don't you talk about the first thing, Janine? Well, the first thing that I'm doing is for folks that want to offer to have an affiliate program, I've got a special $150 off on launching a program on the share sale platform, which is a huge, very, very powerful platform. Um, it's normally $625 to start on there. So we'd take $150 off, knock it down to $475. So that's already a pretty good start. Um, the second thing is a fun swag bag. We have all sorts of toys that we've put together for the various conferences we've been at. I have quite the collection, which I am happy to share with someone. So all sorts of good things from, you know, like a reusable straw to cups to sanitizer to notebooks to, you know, all sorts of good stuff. So somebody's going to get a lot of toys to play with, too. All right. And we're going to uh, we're going to also add one of the Honu prize packages, which is you, if you're if you're a regular listener, you know you pick one of the three, and that's either the inventory management uh, for a month, a free skid or a free pallet for a year, or the tariff terminator for free. So this is a prize pack today. It's kind of a three in one. It's a trifecta: $150 off, and the swag, and one of these other uh, one of the three things from Honu. So. Anybody that's interested, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people. And I see Christine's already doing that. Thank you, Christine. And um, we'll, uh, we'll do that at the end. Now, first, we're, um, we're going to go to a sponsor. We're going to come back with Janine. We'll talk. Uh, we'll have a couple of questions so, uh, from the audience. So if you do have questions, throw it in there. And then we're going to go to the wheel. So let's go to our sponsor, Kels. I want to give a quick shout out to an incredible group of sponsors that help us produce this podcast for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Lunch with Norm would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. Post-Purchase Pro, Clear Ads, Goldstein Law, Honu Worldwide, Extreme Power, Jeff Schick Law, NetFluence, Startup Club, and Dragonfish Brand Management. Thank you, and you're awesome. Now back to the show. That was a quick one. Jeez, I was just going to, well, I'm still going to do it. Have a drink. Now we can come back. <laughs> <laughs> so as a, probably a lot of listeners here, and by the way, I don't know if you saw the comment from Marsha, but she said, uh, already joins Share a Sale. Hi, Janine. There we go. Perfect. But. <laughs> Thank you, Marsha. <laughs> some people. A lot of people, including myself, when started to look into it, uh, it was confusing. Now, okay. I'm talking about uh, as a person that's selling the, a brand, selling products. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I have a site that's on WordPress and I might go and add a plugin. So, you know, WP uh, affiliate or whatever. And then you've got your sites like ShareSale. A lot of people listening probably know about that. How do you get started? What What's the easiest way for somebody that has a brand selling on Walmart to get started? Is it 
and I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is it creating your own affiliate site, going to a site like yours? How do you start? Well, you know, usually what you want to do is have, uh, for you as the merchant, have your own site where you can handle transactions. So mm -hmm. whether that's a Shopify site or whatever, we actually work very closely with Shopify and it's super easy to get started if you've already got, you know, your Shopify site piece of cake to be able to do that. Um, so what you would do is once you've already got a site established, then you can join an affiliate network such as AWIN or Share a Sale. And there's several others that are out there. Um, and there's a couple of different types. There's um, there's somewhere, it sounds really good because it's like, oh, you're just going to pay this flat amount and you know that sort of thing. Um, well, let me focus on what we do. I think that'll be the best bet. And then I'll let you kind of draw some of your conclusions there. Starting with share sale is very easy. To, to get started, we kind of walk you through a series of steps. So it's you create some banner ads, you create some text links. We've got a system that can help you create those text links in a heartbeat. Um, you put in a description about what your company is about. Um, you put in some keywords so people can find you within our platform. Pay the fees, we do a test transaction. And, and you're live. You know, it's a little tiny piece of code that's going to go on your site. If you've got a Shopify store, it's literally a one-click install. I mean, it oh, could wow. not be easier. And that's what I love. Yeah, it really does make a difference. Um, you know, kind of, I, I'll talk about it this way. There's some people who decide to do sort of an in-house program and they found some sort of a plugin that they can add to their WordPress site. And that's fine, but you're not, you're going to have to go out and find your own affiliates if you do that. You right. don't have, you know, they're not going to find you. Whereas on a platform, they can find you because you're going to be listed on there. So if someone does a keyword search on coffee mugs, you know, there, you're going to show up or on shampoo, you're going to show up in the listings. And then you've got an opportunity to kind of say, hey, come work with me. So that they'll come and apply to your program. You can approve them then and go in. Um, one of my biggest concerns when a lot of people do an in-house program is if they don't really know that affiliate, unfortunately, there's some bad apples out there, you know, kind of in anything, I guess you'd say that, you know, but they, they figure out ways to not really generate the sales or maybe not generate it in a way, way that you want to, maybe their brand bidding against you or something like that. Having an affiliate platform that you're working with usually means that A, they had to be screened before they even got into the platform and B, there's ongoing monitoring of them. So if they start doing something that you don't want them to do, we're probably going to catch them. We'll withhold all their commissions and kick them out of the network. And knowing that we're going to do that kind of encourages them to always play above board because you know what, it's just easier. And, and that's the way that they're going to get to make money. Um, so it's not hard to get started at all. We have, we usually say allow about a week to kind of go through each of the steps so that you can get everything uploaded into your platform and, you know, into your program and kind of think about what it is and how it is that you want to do it. And then, you know, once you go live, affiliates are going to start applying to your program. They're going to come to you. They're going to find you on the platform and, and say, hey, I want to work with you. And then the way it works anyway through a win and share a sale is you have a chance to be able to take a look at each one of those applicants and say, I want to work with you and you and you, and I don't want to work with you. I will give you one other tip. When you first launch your affiliate program, all the coupon sites are going to apply first. That doesn't mean you have to work with them. And that doesn't mean that that's the only type of affiliates that's there. They just tend to be 
the most excited <laughs> about new programs when you first launch, but you don't have to work with any of them if you don't want to. But there's a lot of content publishers who are going to find you and, you know, and other other types, you know, the, the influencers and things like that. Um, there's a couple of other things that I think are really important to kind of keep in mind. You know, tracking is a really big deal. And when you work with somebody like an affiliate platform, you know, an affiliate network, we're going to amortize the cost of developing the best tracking tools over our, you know, in our case, we've got 26,000 merchants that are on our platform. That makes it very affordable. That's why we literally have a couple hundred programmers that are on staff. Um, if you're doing kind of a plug-in, you know, and, and you paid $15.95 for it or something, you can kind of guess how much they're going to keep that up to date. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so it's things like that to keep in mind. There's just, there's so many parts of it to me, trying to do it in-house versus trying to do it, you know, through a platform, there's kind of no comparison. I mean, I know that there's a little bit more cost doing it through a platform, but what you get back for it is so much bigger. And it's not hard. We literally walk you through each one of the steps. We do a test transaction to make sure that everything works before you get going. So, and I'll tell you that we've got a whole ton of influencers that are on there who can go looking for you. And then as well, we've also got an affiliate recruitment tool so you can find them and know that they're already on the platform. They've already been screened. You can see what they're doing and you know that they're open to affiliate marketing. So you know, that makes it pretty easy too. It's nice when you don't have to go out and do all the hunting from scratch and try and get people to join your one-off program. Because honestly, you know, like a lot of the influencers that have been affiliates for a while, they like to be able to log into one place and be able to see yes. everything that happened on one screen, not log into here, log out, log yep. into here, log out, log into here, log out, you know. And, and the other thing too is, you know, it costs you money as a company to issue a check to them or whatever, you know, that's one of the costs that you've got to do. Um, and so usually most companies will set a threshold for that on an affiliate network. We'll combine all of their minimums to hit that threshold as opposed to you trying to do it like, like booking.com, which is one of our merchants and we love them. They've also got an in-house program. If you're in their in-house program, you have to have a hundred pounds in commission before they will send you your first check with us we send a check after $20 the affiliates like that because they can yeah. hit that threshold earlier and they've got the advantage of having that from all the different uh, companies that are on the platform. So anyway, we're going down a bunch of different rabbit holes, but I love it's it. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I just want to say, Faye, wow. You are wearing the lunch with Norma hoodie today. Woo. Awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you were talking about, I've done this and mm -hmm. I have tried to set up affiliate programs with some of my products using a plugin. And I can tell you from experience, it's, it is costly depending on the plugin. It takes up a lot of time. You have to typically, unless you want to do it yourself, you got to hire somebody and there are a lot of steps that you don't realize. Now, some, it depends on what you want to do. There's going to be people out there that might want to have a certain type of banner. They might want to have a text link. They might want to have, you got to have all that. And going to, and I'm not a member of ShareASale. I hopefully will be after this call, but <laughs> it's easy 
that's one of the things that we talked about because I was trying to understand. I've heard so many people talk about your platform before mm -hmm. and it's simple and it's easy. And I think Marsha would probably say, you know, it's made it so much easier because you can go, it's like Upwork. You can go and find people for mm -hmm. the job or they'll find you. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the questions that I, I had, so I, I just threw up this um, shampoo body wash. Is there a, a, a threshold or is there a price point where it doesn't make sense or it makes sense to, to come on? Well, I think the important thing to keep in mind is that you've got enough margin to do it, yeah. you know, because you need to have enough margin to be able to pay a competitive commission. You don't have to be the highest. You can even be the lowest if you've got a really good product, but you need to be competitive in that. And I've seen commissions anywhere from three or four percent up to, you know, 10, 15, 20 percent. I think a lot of them are in, you know, the eight to 15 percent range, yeah. you know, and then our override on that is um, is basically two percent of what 20 percent of what you're paying the affiliate. So if you had a product that was one hundred dollars sale and you paid the affiliate a 10% commission, the affiliate would earn $10, we would charge you $12. And so that extra $2 is how we pay all of our bills, how we pay our staff, how I get my salary. So I really am a fan of that. Um, you know, So it's not a lot on top of it. Once again, it's a performance kind of thing. But you want to make sure that you've got enough margin to be able to cover those costs right. in there. Um, that's usually the biggest thing that I see. Uh, and you know, just kind of one tip, if you're starting an affiliate program, don't offer your best commission rate to everybody. Save a couple percentage points back there for your top performers. Or if you want to have some sort of a special um, bonus program, you know, sell five of these within the next 30 days and you'll get an X commission instead of the regular Y commission, you know, so that you've got a little bit to play with there. But that's the biggest thing to do. I mean, I've seen products that are, uh, you know, that are very inexpensive that can do this, but they've got to have that margin in there. Um, you know, also, I mean, if, you know, by the time now you don't pay commission on shipping costs, you don't pay commission on taxes, any of those kinds of things. So, you know, you don't have to worry about those parts of it, but you want to have something where it's going to be enough money that the affiliate, they're not going to work as hard for a 10% commission on a $1 sale as they will for a 10% commission on a $15 sale or on a $20 sale. They're going to evaluate that as well. So, you know, keep in mind of how the affiliate thinks. Um, they're going to put their time where they have the best opportunity to, to you know, get an ROI on it. So that's what I would say. Now, you don't have to drive it over. In fact, you probably don't want to drive it over to an Amazon product page. You want to drive it over to your website. And so yeah. by driving that affiliate over to the website, you are <laughs> saving all those fees. So, you know, the, the Amazon referral fee and the yep. pick and pack fee and all of that. So you can think of it as you're paying for the affiliate as you would Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, you know, I mean, because and one thing, you know, in affiliate marketing, they're offering your product. They're sending them to your page on your site. Um, you wouldn't be able to use your Amazon page because we have no way of tracking when that sale occurred on Amazon whereas we can do that on your individual site. But yeah, I mean, you can really control your costs so much better, I think, on that, you know, rather than Amazon. Now, one of the things that's a huge difference that affiliates really like about not working with Amazon and working with most affiliate programs is that Amazon only offers them a one-day cookie. 
If they don't sell something within 24 hours of that first click, they six don't hours. get a commission for it. Six Pardon? hours. Six hours. It's six oh. hours now, I think. Oh, God. They're getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Amazon has not, they don't treat their affiliates well. They really yeah. don't. And I mean, there's a lot of people that are making money with it. There's a lot more. There's millions of people that never made a penny. Yeah. I mean, I've literally got a uh, blog post on 25 ways to get kicked out of the Amazon affiliate program. You know, and Amazon, it's just. <sighs> Send that to me, book. please. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, but, but usually the cookies that are on, you know, most of our affiliate programs last um, 30 days. You know, so it gives them a lot more of a chance to do it. And, you know, you're it's not going to hurt you by having a 30-day cookie, honestly. Most of the transactions will happen within the first one to four days. They really will. But sometimes some people need to think about it. And especially if it's a larger ticket item, you know, I mean, I'm not just going to go onto Amazon and pick a camera and throw it in my shopping cart and buy it right now. I'm married to a photographer, so I know a lot about buying cameras and how expensive they are, you know, so it's going to take some time to think about it. So if, especially if you've got a bigger ticket item on Amazon, a lot of affiliates aren't going to be pointing to you. They're going to want to point to your particular website to your e-commerce right. site and be able to go there. So the consumer has time to think about what it is that they want to buy and purchase it. Um, and they're not also going to be kind of, you know, I mean, we all know how Amazon is. Amazon's totally happy to put an ad for your competitor on your page, you know, and yeah. literally will tell your competitors, Hey, we'll put your ad on this page because you are better than your competitor in this, this, and this. So buy an ad there and we'll send them over. You know, I mean, it's just, to me, that's oh. <sighs> anyway, I can't use that kind of language on on air, <laughs> but I just don't think it's right the way that they do that. I, I, I agree with you on yeah, that you for know, sure. This but way, the... you've got your affiliates that you can work with, that you can help them understand and know your product and really be your brand ambassador, be out there and really selling just for you without the risk of it drifting away to somebody else. I this is all really great information. And <laughs> this is also a, a reason when you have a, it could be a one pager, but a website that is your brand. So mm -hmm. building that brand, Amazon's going to love you for it, by the way, like you'll, you'll do the same thing over on your brand store over there uh, or on your listings. But when you have these affiliates, this kind of forces your hand to, build a nice website it doesn't have to be expensive it right. just has to look nice um and if that's going to convert sales guess what the affiliate is gonna they want money right you know they want money and if your site is good enough then why not promote your site more and more and more and more but uh that's you know it's it's just a different way of thinking about things that so many people are are not thinking about including myself i really when I got off the call uh, with you, I went, what am I doing? Why have I not been doing affiliate marketing? It makes so much sense. And I really wanted to get that across to our audience. And we're not even talking. I'm going to have to have you back on. We haven't even talked about the other side of uh, affiliate marketing. But let's stick with this. Let's stick with you know, driving your own affiliate network over. Okay, this could take... It, it, it already is obvious. But what are some of the benefits of using affiliate marketing with your brand? Well, you know, I mean, what I like 
I, I think the biggest one is the pay for performance. You know, so when you're promoting your brand here, you've got all these people that are out there talking about you with links back to your website and you only pay them if they sell something. So, you know, that's how golden is that? It's like, yeah. you know, 10xing your marketing team overnight or more, Yeah, you know, and you can find who those people are that are most successful in um, bringing new buyers to your platform and work more closely with them. So it's, it's, you know, it's in that respect, it's a very easy way to find who your best partners can be. Um, and partners you may never have ever thought of. You didn't even know they existed because maybe they were a little below your radar screen until they joined your affiliate program. Um, it's very, very, very affordable to do it. You know, that's one of the things that I like about it because, you know, if you're doing something like, you know, Facebook ads or even, you know, Amazon ads or whatever, and you're paying per click, you don't know that all those clicks aren't just looky-loos. You know, you don't know if that's exactly the right person who wants it because they've got this little tiny piece of copy that they're clicking on for more information. And then yeah. it's like, oh, no, that's not what I want. And they go back, but you're still stuck paying for the click. And you're also not paying for impressions. You know, that's not a cost either. So your information can be out there and lots and lots and lots of people can see it basically for free for you, you know, when you're working with, with affiliates. So, you know, I think that that's huge from a cost standpoint. And now as we're going into kind of a more challenging economy, I think that it makes more sense than ever. Affiliate marketing is one of those things that has continued to perform well. You know, if people are going to go and buy a specific product, they're going to go out and they're going to research it like crazy before they actually buy it. And they're probably going to come across your site, you know, uh, uh, through be an introduction from a blogger or from an Instagram or from one of the, you know, social media influencers or something like that, and be able to kind of think about it and study it and then be able to buy it. Um, and, you know, so you've got that kind of exposure across a whole number of places that's not going to cost you, you know, as your consumer does research, you know, before they make a purchase. I mean, that was one of the other things that we saw as, um, as something in the uh, recent Black Friday period was that there were a lot of clicks. There were more clicks than ever before. Um, we actually ended up above you know, the sales number for last year, we were selling more items and stuff like that. But we noticed that the average order value also went up. So there were consumers who were very carefully thinking about what it was that they bought. They definitely were being tough shoppers. They want to find the absolute best price. They didn't feel like there was the same um, pressure of supply chain issues or something not being in stock. So they didn't want to grab it right away just because they had one in stock. They were like, hmm, their price is this and their price is that, you know, so they were doing a lot more comparison shopping on it. You have the opportunity by having your affiliate program to appear in all those places on a, on a pay for performance basis. It's Very, a win for everybody. It's a yeah. win for the affiliate, you know, because the affiliate can earn a commission on it. It's a win for you. You get a sale. It's a win for the consumer. They found exactly the right product and it's a win for us. We pay our bills because everybody, was successful. Now, are the um, affiliates, are they going to vet you? Are they going to ask for a product and then um, like just to make sure it's a quality product before they start promoting? Some will. Some will ask for that. You don't have to give it to them or yeah. you could sell it to them at a reduced price. I've seen that happen too. Yeah. You know, you're going to be able to see kind of how well that influencer does or that content publisher, that blogger does before you decide whether you're going to give them a freebie or not. Some are worth it. I'm not going to say they're not. Others, give them a discount price. 
you know, if that works out for you, make sure you cover whatever all of your costs are so yeah. that they can get that and be able to see it. You're going to be able to get a sense by looking at the content that the different affiliates have. You know, so I'm looking at this content site and I can see that, you know, he's literally bought the product and he's taken pictures of it and he's, you know, done an unboxing series of photos or a video or whatever. That person might be worth more, you know, in terms of doing it. Or are they just listing like all these different products and maybe they got, you know, 12 free ones and just listed them and they never gave you benefits of it like pictures or something like that, you know, to the different merchants that obviously gave them stuff. You can get a sense kind of how that affiliate is. Or if they ask you for a pre free product, what are you going to use it for? How are you going to use it? How am I going to get extra promotion by giving this to you? So, you know, or maybe you give them something that's a lower cost product. You know, like I've seen somebody who maybe, you know, to continue using hair care, they have this entire box full of, you know, you've got the shampoo and the conditioner and the, you know, aftercare and the hairspray or whatever all those different things are. I obviously not really into hair, but maybe you only send them the, the little bottle of shampoo. Maybe you send them a sample trial size. You mm -hmm. know, there's those kinds of ways. And I'm using that as an example, but I know that your listeners are smart enough to go like, hmm, I could do this instead of that. This would cost me two bucks instead of that, which cost me 20. And they'll still get to get to know our products. So, you know, there's there's ways to deal with it as well to respond so that you're still engaging with your affiliate, but at definitely an affordable rate. Well, I, I've got one last question before we get into the uh, listeners questions. Okay. <clears throat> and that is the time. Is this going to take a lot of time to do and manage and oversee? It's really not. It's really not as much as you might think it's going to take. There's a couple of different things that you need to do. So when you're first setting up, yeah, it's going to keep you busy for, you know, a week or two, maybe three to kind of get everything set up, to get through that initial flood of affiliates that's going to mm -hmm. come in. But then it's going to start becoming regular. So, you know, usually what I say is on a weekly basis, you're going to do things like approve affiliate applications, um, perhaps recruit some new publishers. I think it's a good idea to send a newsletter out to them to let them know, you know, kind of what's on sale or anything special and new that you've got, you know, and maybe respond to questions. So I say that, you know, every week allow an hour or two to be able to go through those pro processes. Once a month, you'll need to review your transactions and verify which ones were valid. You know, because sometimes people refer return stuff. Sometimes, you know, the credit card didn't work or whatever. Um, so there's all sorts of things that can happen. You only pay for the successful transactions, the ones that actually, you know, worked for you. You don't have to pay for everything. We don't pay the affiliates instantly. We wait to know that you validated that transaction before the affiliate gets the commission. In turn, we do ask that you at least monthly go in there and approve or decline transactions mm -hmm. because it's not fair to the affiliate to have to wait for months just because you didn't get around to doing it. So we've actually got a system put in there that, you know, you always get at least 30 days to be able to review that transaction. But, you know, when you're getting to buy, we're going to pay them anyway, just because, you know, you didn't get back to us. Um, and then on, on an as-needed basis, you know, you can put in new banner ads, you can put in new text links, you can do special promotions, um, you can, you know, review performance reports and maybe reach out to those publishers that are doing a great job for you and say, hey, I'm going to give you this extra little thing to do. Um, so there's all sorts of different, you know, things that you can do. But from a from a timing standpoint, by having an affiliate network that's your partner on doing this, 
the network is going to handle a lot of the day-to-day -day stuff. They're going to handle the questions from the publishers. Where do I find the link? You know, because those come in. We probably get that question 60 times a day. Mm. <laughs> you know, now that's not over just one affiliate program. It's over several, but they're trying to figure out how to do it, especially the new publishers that are coming in. We've already got all the training, so you don't have to go through and try and show them how to use whatever your plugin, you know, however your plugin works to offer them things like creative. So, you know, kind of getting back to your question, initially, you're going to spend a couple of weeks on it. After that, you'll probably spend an hour or two a week on it to really be, to make the most of your affiliate program, to really be successful with it. And the reason why I'm saying that, because there's some folks that will just spend like a couple hours a month on it. They review the transactions and away they're gone. When you have an affiliate program, it opens up so many new doors of new publishers you can work with. So that's why I always encourage new publish, new merchants to spend a little bit of time through the publisher recruitment tool and kind of see who's out there, you know, and, and reach out to some of those folks and say, hey, I think we could have a good partnership. Let's work together. You know, you've got that chance to do it. Here is this plethora of potential affiliate prospects for you to be able to, you know, kind of look through and say, these guys are, are great. I want to work with them. Or these guys are new. I wonder if they know about my product because they're writing all about hair care. You know, do they know about my great shampoo? And they just joined the platform because we, we get about a hundred thousand new affiliates applying every year. Wow. You know, we've got some of the ones never get going and I'll be honest about that, but that doesn't cost you anything. Um, but a lot of them, you know, it's kind of the 80-20 rule, like anything else, 20% of your guys are going to generate 80% of your sales. Um, that doesn't mean the guys that are long and slow should be kicked out of your program. Long tail can be so successful in affiliate marketing. But, you know, you can have all those people and it doesn't take any more time on your side to have a program with 500 affiliates in it than it does to have a program with 50 in it. So... Did that answer your question? I hope it answered my question. Now, I, before we get over to the questions, I just I, I want to understand the difference between share sale and a win. Okay, so um, share sale is primarily set up to be a self managed program. So you know you go through all the steps yourself and do it. A win tends to to be um, kind of larger programs. Um, you know, a lot of programs will start on share sale and then move over to AWIN or add AWIN as they get bigger. Um, AWIN has a little bit different in publisher base. So kind of we can help you decide whether it's an AWIN or a share sale program. Both of them can do well. AWIN does have a self-managed program as well, which is called AWIN Access. So, you know, you can do that. Now, AWIN has a larger global footprint. Share sales primarily in the U.S., AWIN, you know, if you're selling to England or to France or something like that, AWIN's got those publishers already in place and you at no extra cost can reach out to them and invite them to join your program. So um, there's there's a lot of things that you can do on AWIN. I think AWIN probably has more mass media publishers. Share a sale tends to have more content and influence publishers. But we both have incredible publisher bases, so you can't go wrong on either one. That I'll tell you for sure. Very good. And you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but um, the site, Share, Share Sale site, mm -hmm. has a really great blog for people who want to just explore and read information yes. um, before they start diving into anything. But it's it's all about affiliate marketing, correct? Mm -hmm. 
Both Awin and ShareSale have great blogs where, you know, it kind of talks about the topics that are going on in the answer or in the, in the industry at any given time. You know, just, um, uh, you know, like there's new challenges that are always coming up or yeah. new opportunities. You know, there's some of the technologies that are out there right now are amazing. And, oh, that's one other thing that I can share with you is that we really found that during the whole Black Friday sequence, uh, there were a lot of technologies that made a big difference. For example, buy now, pay later. We actually have affiliates that offer the buy now, pay later opportunity to your consumers. And, you know, there were a lot of sales that happened because of that, because people could all of a sudden, instead of having to pay up front, everything up front, rather, they could now, you know, spread it out over time. Maybe yeah. they didn't have a credit card that they could use, but the BNPL folks still enable them to try and make that larger purchase, you know, and spread out the payments. Um, there's also a lot of retargeting uh, publishers that we've got. So um, we've got them both when somebody is, you know, on your site and they will make off, you know, they'll make suggestions of other products that somebody could buy. You know, people also purchased, you know, you've, you've seen that on Amazon. We've all seen that on Amazon. Well, how about, you know, other things that make sense on your site for people to also purchase, you know, or there's also the retargeters who will come up to them afterwards and say, you know, you put this in your shopping cart, but you didn't check out. And we really think you're going to love this product. The, the uh, technology partners were off the charts in terms of their success during this most recent, you know, Black Friday shopping mm. period. And those you can find easily vetted ones for you as the merchant. You can find those on an affiliate platform. Awesome. Okay. So let's bring back the Squire. Hello. Hello. All right. <laughs> So we have a bunch of different comments and uh, a few questions here. So let me just read out some of the comments. Um, first one is from Christine. Uh, just sent out product to influencers and we'll be getting back some UGC uh, in a couple of weeks. Looking forward to do the affiliate program. Um, from Marsha Norm, I spent a ton of time uh, individually emailing hundreds of potential affiliates. I mean, a ton of time. You mean a ton of time, Marsha? <laughs> You know, I've, I've seen that. That's when you're out and you're trying to recruit on your own, whereas we've got a recruitment tool built right into the affiliate platform, uh, you know, on our network. So there you can easily see who it is. You can see what they do and, you know, one click and you've just sent them an invitation to your program. So I'm sorry you went through all that. <laughs> but she's part easier. of ShareASale now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right, Brem Simon. The beauty about affiliate marketing is that you only pay when you make sales, and it is a fixed commission. Yep. Uh, and all right, let's get into some and, questions. Uh, and by so, the way, this is something else that you can do with uh, with the platform, and that's just having that sliding tier, right? So mm -hmm. if you're selling X, this specific affiliate can have this specific commission. Not everybody's getting the same commission. You can right. you can set up different tiers and, and give them to different affiliates. So that's another bonus. Yeah. I mean, you can do stuff like, for example, based on basket value. And maybe if they've got a basket value that's $25, they get 5%. But if it's one that's $50, they get 6% or 7% or something like that. That's one way to do it. You know, mm. maybe it's based on the number of sales that they generated in a given month. If they generated one through five sales, they get 5%. If they generated 10 or more sales, they get 7%. You know, there's there's all sorts of different things that you can do in terms of how you're rewarding your affiliates. The biggest thing to remember, and I love this, I should get it put on a pillow, is pay the affiliate for what you want them to do. 
And so, you know, know that they're going to be incentivized by whatever it is that you do. And if you pay them more for generating more sales or for generating a higher um, average order value or a higher quantity of sales in a given month, let them know that that's there. You know, they they definitely understand where to put their resources to generate the most revenue because it's their job too. Mm. Uh, you are on mute. There we go. All right. From Marsha, uh, what are your top three tips in getting affiliates that have signed up to really get going and get engaged in selling? A lot of times what I'll do is I will encourage them with some sort of a launch bonus. So give them a reason to get you active on their site as soon as possible. So, you know, sell three widgets within the first 30 days and get an X bonus. Um, they respond well to money. <laughs> you know, this is their this is their income. They respond well to money. So I'll do stuff like that. A lot of times, what I'll do too is try and reach out and find out, you know, kind of if if there's a really great affiliate that you want to work with as soon as possible. Reach out to them and see if there's something special that you can do for them. You know, maybe if they're freebie worthy or a special reduced rate or sample worthy. You know, go ahead and encourage them to do that. You can actually even open that up to all of your affiliates. But no, you know, have it be a, a well-managed program. So just say, you know what, if you're interested in seeing our product, you know, email me here and I'll send you a sample or something like that to be able to do it. Or I'll send you a special discount code um, so, so that they can really experience what your product is. I think that it's important to regularly send newsletters to let them know kind of what you've got going on. Um, you know, that this is on sale or this just launched or whatever. Stay in touch with them because... A lot of affiliates are going to be working with many different merchants. And so you need to get their attention, um, you know, and, and so one of the ways to do that is to stay in contact with newsletters, um, which are free to send out through the platform. So it doesn't cost you anything extra. You can put one newsletter in there and hit send and it goes out to all of your affiliates or you can send it to just select affiliates. So you've got the mm -hmm. choice on that as well. But keeping them aware of what it is that you've got and, you know, why you're great, why you're better than everybody else help educate them. I think that that's a big part of it. And, you know, help them to understand how well your site converts, you know, so that's important on your side too. That's one of your responsibilities is, you know, if you're converting, you know, less than 1%, you're going to want to increase that for them to be able to see, you know what, look, I sent this many people there and I know that I can on average expect to make this amount of money because this is my conversion rate you know, be able to do that, that sort of thing. So I think those are those are some of the best ways to, to be able to do that. Help them to learn about your product, give them a reason to get you live on their site as quickly as possible. And then, um, you know, constantly keep, keep in touch with them and, you know, let them know that you care about them. Let them know that you know them and you value working with them. Perfect. All right, Kels. All right, we have two more questions left uh, from Simon. Can we be region specific with affiliate marketing? The UK is my strongest market. Can I focus only on UK uh, affiliates? Uh, if I want to grow the US market, can I drive affiliate marketing there as well? Yes, yes, you absolutely can be. In that case, definitely A1 would be a better choice for you than share a sale because it's a lot easier and there's a larger pool of UK affiliates. We actually have a huge office in London, like huge. Oh my gosh, double the size of their US office. There's about 1,500 of us globally. So, 
Um, but yes, you can. You can really just focus on either UK-based affiliates or affiliates that are targeting the UK because you can see what their what their individual sites look like and see that. You know, so yeah, you can do that and then add on the US when you're ready for it. Um, you're going to end up with some affiliates kind of from everywhere, but you can let them know that you're UK focused and do that. I will tell you, for example, um, we have a lot of affiliates that are based in Israel, but are targeting just the US, just the UK, just Europe with various sites that they've got, you know, so be open to that. So just because you see somebody apply to your program and maybe it says that they're from Brazil doesn't mean that they don't talk to the UK market. So make sure as you're reviewing the affiliate applications to take a look at their site and see where it is that they're targeting. Um, so, you know, kind of be open to that as well. But yes, you absolutely can just focus on one geographic area like that, just one target market. All right. Kelsey. All right. And the last one, uh, we touched on it a little bit. Um, so if there's anything else to add to it, we can. Uh, it's from Rad. Uh, for a small business entering the e-commerce market, how do you find an influencer who works on a commission basis? Well, that's what they're going to agree to when they're on the platform and apply or accept into your program. If you're trying to find somebody on your own, um, it's a little more complicated because they don't know you. They don't mm. know for sure they're going to get paid by you. Honestly, sadly, I've seen that happen. And so it's made some influencers done shy. Um, you know, take a look on their site and see if it looks like they've got any affiliate links to somebody else. Um, and then, you know, if you just want to work with them on a one-on-one -on -one basis, you know that they already understand that aspect of affiliate marketing, of performance marketing, that, you know, they're going to be able to generate a sale and earn a percentage of the commission. So you can usually spot the affiliate links because it's, you know, got kind of a long link as it goes there. Some people shorten them, but it's it's not a big deal to do it. But, you know, if they've got something that starts off, you know, with awin.com or sharesale.com, we actually use some other things too that we hide. But you can get a sense of whether or not they're doing affiliate marketing. One of the things that you can do if you're on a page where they're reviewing, say, a competitor's product, hover over the link to that competitor and see how long the link is. Is it only going to their homepage or does it seem like there's a little bit of code after it that maybe is some of their affiliate marketing tracking? That's how I would do it. All right. All right. A couple more sneaked in uh, from Christine. What numbers are you looking for in particular on these accounts? Is it engagement rate, followers, average views? What are the I'm minimum gonna... numbers? I mean, sure. Well, minimum numbers, you know, you've got to decide what's going to work for you. So I can't say, oh, make sure that they've got X or Y or Z. But what I am going to do is take a look at their engagement rate. What's their conversion rate? So, you know, if they put up a post and how many clicks did it get? Or how many sales did it generate even better than that? You're going to find that most of the affiliate platforms will give you some sort of parameter when you're looking at an individual um, that's going to let you know kind of how good they are. You know, how many sales are they generating on average? Um, if you're working with an influencer platform, they should be able to give you a lot of insights as well in terms of, of what that publisher does. Um, in terms of, you know, how many clicks that they've generated, how many sales they've generated, that sort of thing. It's more about engagement. You know, it really is. You know, you're going to want to see that a publisher can come back to you. Um, if it's if it's on a basis where you have paid them an amount before you've even started working with them on a commission basis, you know, then you're going to want to make sure that they've generated sales. Tell them to, you know, ask them to give you insights into what their best performing program was 
and their least performing program, you know, and get some sense there on what level of engagement they can generate just by being, you know, just by you being on their, on their Instagram account or whatever it is on their Pinterest page um, and, and be able to take a look at that and see, you know, back up the numbers. So if they had a hundred clicks and they made four sales that averaged a hundred dollars a piece, you know, so that was $400 in revenue to you, how much, how many are you going to need for it to be worthwhile to you to have them promote based on the amount of money they're charging you? So that's what I would look for even more is like their conversion rates. Um, if you just want awareness, then you don't have to be as worried about their conversion rates. If you just want their audience to know that you exist, but then make sure that you spell out how many impressions are you going to get? How many you know clicks can you anticipate from that? They should have an idea on it if they're starting to charge money for it. You know, that's those are the people who start becoming worth it. But that's what I would do is try and get some sense of what kind of sales, what kind of clicks, what kind of impressions. And don't just settle for impressions because, you know, impressions are not hard to generate. Clicks right. are a little more difficult. Sales are the toughest thing. So, you know, take a look at those numbers and just try and analyze them um, and see if they work. I mean, there are some publishers where if they make two sales, like for HP, you make two sales for HP, you just sold $8,000 worth of computer equipment. I like you, you know, yeah. but that's just two. So you wouldn't say normally that their conversion rate of 2% is huge. And yet at the same time, because it's a higher ticket item, HP can say, that's wonderful and back out the numbers and say, yep, this was worth doing. So that's what I would do is just, you know, spend a little time to try and figure that out. Okay. And just before we get to the last <clears throat> question or so, last time to enter the uh, giveaway today. So hashtag Wheel of Kelsey and tag two people and you'll get a chance to, um, a, a second chance to enter. All right, Kels. All right. From Rad, uh, do you have any Spanish influencers? We do. We have we have folks whose primary language is Spanish, so you can you can find those people for sure in there. Um, you know, we've got all sorts of different languages. Actually, Chinese is very popular. You know, so yeah, but we do. There there are you know there's folks that are focusing on the U.S. that are Spanish speaking. There's folks that are focusing on Spanish language Spanish speaking countries. You know, so if that's something that you're doing international business on, you can do that as well. Yep. All right. And our very last question from Marsha. Uh, why does uh, the share sell newsletter not allow us to copy and paste inside a newsletter we are sending? Or am I missing something? You know, Marsha, I'd be really happy to just, you know, talk with you and walk through and kind of see what you're running into and make sure that, that you know, we've got that working for you. So because sometimes copy and paste will bring in extra code mm. that um, doesn't play nicely with the system. It doesn't send well and stuff like that. So you know, if it's just a straight word document, usually you're okay. But if it's not, then, you know, we'll help you try and figure out what to do. So please feel free to reach out to me and I'll be glad to make sure that I, if I can't teach you the right way, that I get you connected with somebody who can. We want Fantastic. to make sure you're taken care of. All right. So this has been so great and so much information about affiliate. Uh, and this is for branding. We're going to have you back for the other side. But uh, anyways, uh, look, if, if as a listener or in the audience, if you like what you heard today, make sure you give us a like. And if this is something new and is maybe this is the first time you're listening to Lunch with Norm, don't forget, 
we always love reviews. So check us out at uh, our website, uh, our Facebook group. And Kelsey, I'm going to get this right. Lunch with Norm, the Amazon and e-commerce collective. And that's where you can post some questions. But uh, also, we'd love to uh, we love to get those likes. We love to get your comments. We love to get uh, reviews. So now uh, I'm going to ask for your contact information, Janine. So if anybody's interested in ShareASale or AWIN, where can they go to get the information? Well, I, they're more than welcome to email me. So I don't have the easiest name. So it's J-E-A-N-N-I-N-E dot C-R-O-O-K-S at awin.com and awin is a-w-i-n so janine.crooks at awin.com but you'll find me i'm on facebook i'm on linkedin i'm on twitter and i use my name on all of them so you know you can find me and i love talking with people so please feel free to reach out and you know friend me or connect with me or whatever it is that you want to do on whichever platform you like you know, I'm always more than happy to try and, and help folks get their programs going, whether they're an affiliate, whether they're a merchant. I love affiliate marketing. And I just I've seen it literally change lives, taking people who people literally created their own jobs by, you know, either starting an affiliate site or starting their merchant program. And, you know, it just it makes me very proud to be part of this industry. So please feel free to reach out to me and I will do my best to try and help you. Very good. OK, Kels. Let's have a word from our sponsor. All right, here we go. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com lunch. Okay, we're back, and you've never seen the Wheel of Kelsey, so turn down your volume a little bit. <laughs> it's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. Okay. All right. Okay, so thank you, everyone. Let's go through what people are going to win, Kelsey. It's $150 off the share of sale. Um, if Ginny, explain it. <laughs> if you're ready to launch your program on share of sale, the winner will receive $150 off the launch fee. So make it a little bit easier to get started there. And the other thing that we have is a swag bag because we have lots of good toys and goodies that have our name all over it. It'll always remind you that you want to work with a winner share of sale. Okay, and on top of that, one of three different items offered by Honu. So let's give that a re, uh, a spin, Kels. All right. So if you are the winner, please email me at k at lunchwithnorm.com and also include your email or your uh, address too so we can send that off to you. All right, Sonia is our winner. Is that first time winner? 
I believe so. So, Sonia, congratulations. Please send your address and your contact information over to Kay at lunchwithnorm.com. And thank you for entering, everyone. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, Janine, it's been awesome having you on. Uh, You're going to be removed from the podcast, but if you could just remain backstage uh, just as we wipe this up, then I'll uh, get on and talk with you. But it has been so, so good having you (laughs) on here. And just one last thing that I wanted to mention is because I know that there's a lot of folks that are watching Lunch with Norm. So if somebody does want to email me and get started on ShareASale or AWIN, especially on ShareASale, I can do this. I can go ahead and give everybody a $75 off coupon for joining. So please feel free to do that. And I look forward to talking to everybody. And thank you so much for having me as a guest today. I really appreciate it. You're awesome. And I'm going to have to go back to Clement and thank him as well. But uh, anyways... We're going to remove you for a second, and then I'll come right back. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.